Enjoy your stay, Cloud City Casino. What have we here? I suggest a new strategy. You truly belong here with us, fun club. Hey, hey, welcome scoundrels to this episode of Cloud City Casino. See, you didn't have to wait till December for episode 7. Of course, you're probably interested in that other episode 7, but either way, we're glad you're here. Uh, I want to thank you for visiting our fabulous podcast, Among the Clouds. We are the official collecting and gaming podcast of StarWarsReport.com, and I am your administrator of this facility and your host, Michael Morris. Uh, unfortunately, Ed won't be with us this episode. I sort of um, I lost him in a Sabacc game, but I'm sure I can win him back before our next episode, so I'll go ahead and uh, work on that after this. Uh, but in the meantime, I've scored a very special guest. He is Bald Solo himself, Robert Bapst. What's going on, Robert? Well, hey there, Michael. How you doing? I'm doing all right, buddy. Well, thanks for having me on your uh, show, man. It's great to be here. Yeah, dude. This is the first time I've talked to you not in text since Celebration. That's right. Which That's has right. been two months now. Well, I had to come back and put on my adult pants and be an adult and, uh, you know, go back to the, the job and all those things. That It's always bittersweet when you leave Celebration because mm-hmm. uh, you're so far removed from your actual life which is great and you're just immersed in this wonderful community of star wars in so many ways which is nice um i just celebration is more than just the movies it's just the the community you know how it is you get wrapped up in it oh man it's (laughs) it was phenomenal but you had a good time out there oh yeah and then you know you go do the double dose you do the disneyland afterwards yes and And since they're bedfellows now it's it's it was awesome. It was kind of like yeah. a celebration part two. Yeah, and we uh, we actually talked about it in the uh, episode I had with Christy, but uh, we actually ended up spending our day at Disney with you and your wife, Kelly. So uh, that was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, that was a blast. Uh, we had never been to Disney World, or Disneyland. Yeah, we were in right. the land, not the world. The world is in the Florida place. Um, That's right. Yes. Uh, my <laughs> wife and I have been to Disney World many times, uh, mm-hmm. which it's awesome and disney world is huge it is gigantic yeah that was the one thing i was not prepared for was the difference in sizes you can't really walk between the parks you had to take a monorail or a bus or you know something like that so uh it's it's a it's a totally different experience and and i did like how um what's the word i'm looking for i guess how much more i guess cloistered a little it was a little more intimate because disneyland you can just kind of walk everywhere Right. Uh, you can mm-hmm. hop right over. So that that was interesting, um, seeing two different parks right across from each other. But, um, of course, the entire celebration uh, convention was there the next day. So <laughs> Right. It, was, it took, a little, took a little while to get in the park, but it was cool. Yep. yep. Yeah, it was, it was a real good time. I, uh, like I said, it, the thing is, like you were kind of talking about, it definitely had an atmosphere to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where, where things were smaller, they were, like you said, they were a little more uh, intimate. You know, for instance, the uh, the castle. You know, I was like, wow, this is a castle? This is kind of small. But the castle's tiny in comparison to the one at Disney World. Well, but the one, the way I remember the one in Disney World was just kind of like you walk through and it's like, ah, eh, there's some pictures on the wall. But this one had, you know, you could essentially go through uh, Sleeping Beauty's entire story. Oh, right, right. Have, have you been keeping up with uh, Star Wars Weekends? What's been going on down there? 
I have not. No, I've been I've been out of the loop on that. Um, I, I I have a very uh, high uh, high octane job, so when I when I get back home and I'm at work, I'm immersed in my job, and uh, um, I try to keep my finger on the news as, as much as possible, or, or keep myself aware of what's going on. But um, Star Wars weekends was uh, was something I uh, I didn't keep uh, too heavy a tabs on, but one of my friends. Uh, Kevin went down there, uh, so I got to see a lot of his cool pictures. He had a great time. So I mean, it just looks like a blast. Yeah, it's. I, I still have not been. I know you've been uh, at least yep. a time or two. Nope, I've never been to Star you've Wars. You've never movies. been? No. Oh, okay, okay. I was thinking I, from your um, your little uh, Star Tours badges. Yeah, that was last tour to Endor, and that was part okay. of uh, Celebration Five. I okay. So it was the first one I went to, and Celebration Five they had. Um, uh, they had a Disney booth there, and uh, they were doing the the, little, uh, the name tags, which was fun. And right. um, uh, Kelly's from Alderaan on hers. I'm from Corellia on mine, which is fun. And um, every time we go to Disney, either land, or land, they did it too, but at World, they always, where's the black uh, name tags? Because they have <laughs> a blue or they have a, a orange ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were, the one, they, they were like limited edition I mean, right. they're cool looking. They just look very imperial, as opposed to you know. <laughs> I just don't think they made many of them. But right. they went to a thing called Last Tour to Endor because they were retiring the um, Star Tours ride, uh, taking down the old one. Which yeah, I still have a still have a place in my heart for that. I loved that it, thing. It's great. Yep. And uh, it was Paul Paul um, Paul Rubin or Rubens. Never remember whether there's an S on the end of his name last name. But uh, who voiced Pee Wee Herman? He voices voiced the droid in the um, yeah the uh, original which Captain was, Rex. Which is great, yeah. Um, um, and uh, of course, C three PO is the pilot in this one, uh, right? Too. So yeah, so they were doing this big party, and you got to go to the park, paid paid a special ticket, and they emptied the park out, and you got to go ride all the rides and go on Star Tours as much as you wanted to go on, and. They had lightsaber cocktails and they had a huge <laughs> fireworks show. It was insane. Um, called Symphony in the Stars, and um, the fireworks were shaped like whatever the music was, uh, whatever scene the music was from. So when they uh-huh. had the Star uh, uh, Trench Run, believe it or not, they had like Tie Fighter shaped fireworks and X Wing shaped fireworks, and they had a big Death Star explosion. And it was really neat. They did a lightsaber battle, so they were clashing in the air. And, okay. Uh, yeah, they had like a green and a red one. It was amazing. Um, yeah, that's I'm pretty so that jealous. Was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Uh, but yeah. no, no Star Wars weekends. Okay, as, as well, I'll tell you what, man. Was, uh, you know, I didn't. I have not had the epic experience of the Star Wars weekends. Well, I'm not going to uh, Celebration London next year. So uh, if 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 you're not doing that, then I'm I say sure. no. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just go ahead and plan to to hit up uh, Star Wars weekends next year. Then that would be great. That awesome! Pretty, pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw. I was looking at uh, the different merchandise that they offer for Star Wars weekends, and I, I noticed the name tags, and they have Bezpin as an option. So I have to get me one of those. Merchandising. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah. Well, all right. Well, I think we do need to kind of hit a little bit of uh, a down note for a second because uh, you know I kind of record in advance just to to stay ahead a bit. Um, but let's see. Last week would have been the passing of Sir Christopher Lee, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that was a that bummer. Was, I can't say that I've seen too much, you know, too many films with him in it. 
or at least that, mm-hmm. that comes straight to mind. I'd actually forgotten he did uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yep. Uh, he yes, was, he uh, did. Yeah, he was the dad in that, and uh, he was he was really good. And now, wasn't he also the narrator, or am I just remembering wrong? Uh, Charlie and the Chocolate, the, the the Tim Burton Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Or, um, I I saw that movie one time, so I don't I don't remember. Um, did you not care for it? No, I I thought it was great. I mean, oh, okay. it was fun. It, the original with Gene Wilder is and always will be my my preferred version. Right. I just saw it as a kid. It imprinted on me. So that's the one. I mean, Gene Wilder is Willy Wonka for me. So but the Johnny right. Depp did a great job. It was great. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I was, I, I'm with you. I, you know, I just kind of prefer the, the original for the most part. But, sure. you know, there was, there was definitely some uh, interesting things in, in the new one. And, you know, uh, Christopher Lee's, his performance was really good. You know, I don't, it, it almost seemed um, just, I don't want to say out of place, but just so different from the rest of the movie. Um, but it was really good, you know. Like I, I really wanted more of that, and I, I remember at the time just being like, "Oh, he's, he's kind of this jerk dad." But this is, this is interesting. Definitely, yeah. And then, of course, you know, my favorite role, uh, you know, Count Dooku was great, but my favorite role was him as Saruman. I, uh, I loved him as Saruman. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know. Obviously, the guy's been making films for a whole lot longer than that. But um, the one, the films he's he's most known for, known for by modern audiences, are going to be the Lord of the Rings films and the Star Wars films. So, right. um, you know, as always, he he brings his unique style um, when he's in a film. I mean, um, the first thing I saw him in, he played Dracula, and I I, I, I saw it one time, and I cannot re- remember the name of it. So um, I'm going to lose some cool points with for, with some of my friends for this. But um, he, I, I, it was just the way that he uh, performed in that role was different from anyone else, and and that's I think Christopher Lee does such a good job of or did such a good job of bringing something unique every time he was in something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, he, he really cared about the craft. And, um, yes, he did. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm probably going to butcher this story, but apparently he, with Dracula, I guess he didn't talk very much in that. And uh, it was due to the fact that basically he... Um, he wanted to do the role, but he thought that the uh, the dialogue was terrible, so he just refused to talk. And so he 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 essentially uh, performed his actions around uh, around the script to try to convey the story without having to speak. So I don't know. I can't speak to that personally because I haven't seen the film. Um, but I, you know, that's that's what I heard, and I'm I'm sure it's fantastic, and I, I definitely owe it to the man to uh, check out more of his work because I will I will be the first to admit, you know, it's his more modern stuff that I'm aware of. You're talking about the movie Horror of Dracula, possibly. I think he did several Dracula films. He did, um, did several, yeah. The, yeah. The Horror of Dracula is um, uh, especially for you know uh, for your podcast. Um, of note because he Peter Cushing was also in that who was Randolph Clark so uh, yeah I wouldn't be surprised I mean when he whenever he was interviewed about the uh, Count Dooku character Mm -hmm. uh, especially in talking about the combat 
Um, so it was like I was watching a special feature, some kind of documentary in a in a um, Star Wars. Uh, one of the uh, I think it was Attack of the Clones, and he was talking about the he was being interviewed, and he, you know, of course he's classically trained stage combat, the works. Right. So he was you know talking about um, bringing that. He brought that to that film, and you can tell in that lightsaber fight. You can, I mean, I know it's a different person fighting in part of it, but. Um, as far as I know, he worked closely with the uh, fight choreographers um, to bring his distinct style to that so that, you know, even when it was his double, it looked and and, and felt like Christopher Lee doing that. So um, I, I thought that was great. And that was carried into the um, uh, the EU uh, when talking about Count Dooku's uh, or in you know Wikipedia, his individual lightsaber fighting style, which was a fencing style. Uh, versus, you know, some of the other ones. Um, so uh, each individual, the kind of hero Jedi, have their um, distinct way of fighting. Dooku's, right. it, it, it's got a, um, you know, uh, rapier and dagger kind of feel to it. Although he doesn't okay. have a dagger, so, you know. Right, but that's, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. That's, uh, I like that. And, you know, that was the, the one thing... Uh, I don't want to say the one thing, but th- but that was definitely uh, one of the things that uh, about the prequels that I would have liked to have changed a bit is is to have gotten more more Dooku. I felt like he was a character oh, yeah. that I would have loved to seen fleshed out more. I think when he's on screen, yeah. when he has lines, they're they're awesome because he's Christopher Lee. So yeah, I mean he's gonna he delivers his lines um, with gravitas as he always does. He's 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 awesome. He's got that voice and. The presence and it makes it look effortless. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. When he's on screen, not that Ewan McGregor's not great or any of the other. I mean, but when he's on screen, it's like yeah. I mean, he he definitely <laughs> he, he takes up um, a lot more of my attention when I'm seeing a scene with Duke right. because just the quality of the performance was there. Uh, and the same goes for uh, Lord of the Rings. I mean, the guy, you know, can be. What was interesting about his his portrayal of Saruman and Count Dooku is and what's interesting about both characters is that they're both kind of tragic characters yes they're in that they were once good both of them which is interesting about the the two roles <laughs> right um, but it, I, but i think that they're they're drastically different still you know yeah I mean, like, like they definitely. Well, I mean, uh, they both started as part of an order, so that's right. Similar. And they were both like powerful in their order. The same check, right? And both respected check. And they had a complete turn. They fell completely, wholly and completely. Uh, one in the you know the dark side, and one um, to the uh, will of Sauron. So right. Um, but both have a. Their journeys are paralleled for me, at least. Right, right. I, I guess what I mean is, is how he portrayed them. I, I think he definitely put some differences in them. You know, for uh, to be two characters that had such similar stories and everything, I, I don't think he phoned it in and was like, "Well, this is my bad guy voice." You know, I, I really think he, he became two different characters for me, at least. Okay. Um. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, they were definitely different characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would agree on that. And, um, you know, because to me, the thing is that I think, um, you know, Saruman, he kind of, uh, with that one, as Saruman just seemed more cruel and uh, and selfish. 
Whereas I, I definitely felt more of the tragedy of, of Dooku, you know, and uh, that, you know, probably my favorite scene that he's done, and this may be strange to other people, but I, I love where he has, um, he has Obi-Wan like in that little stasis field or whatever, and he's talking to him. And he says, I really wish Qui-Gon were here now or some, something along the lines of that. And like, I just completely believed him in that moment, you know, yeah, and, that's, and the, that's the thing about that. Yeah. You know, he, he's really, uh, he's, he is, he is a Sith. Okay? Yeah. So you really can't trust anything that's coming out of his mouth. And, um, he's, I could never decide, and I, I like it that way, whether or not he meant that honestly. Maybe, mm -hmm. I think it's a little of both, but more right. so he was using that that relationship and that memory to try to infiltrate Obi-Wan Kenobi. The whole purpose of that scene is to recruit Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. It's, to, it's to break him down and see if he can bring right. him over. That's the, the entire purpose of that. So anything that comes out of his mouth is motivated. The motivation there is to do that. And right. what's interesting about that particular line is that there's some truth there but he's mm -hmm. he's wielding it for an evil purpose right to me the way for it kind of comes out and and I, I may have misinterpreted it or whatever but oh, the way that his interpretations right this was funny yeah so. the the way that i i perceive that scene and and i don't know it's, it makes it special for me is that you know i feel like he's he's really trying to play um, Obi-Wan but in that moment he sort of catches himself and, and you really get that truth of who he is you know that he fell to the dark side because you know he really did want things to be better he really was trying to fix things and sure. he's just become this tragic character and you know because I feel like especially with you know the Clone Wars and the EU that they've really built around that Qui-Gon was you know he was the ideal jedi and and in that moment even though you know qui-gon was his uh you know his apprentice or whatever that he sort of wanted to look to qui-gon to to sort of help him in a hard time you know and i mean and, and that's to pull a lot out of like a quick little moment but like i said that's kind of how i i perceived that and then he sort of then sort of snaps right back into his uh his malice and, and trying to uh that's the beauty of star wars yeah <laughs> we can you can take a snippet and talk about it for an hour yep so, yep totally yep so like i said I, I don't know how um how much of that you know he, he had uh intentions of that or, or what lucas you know had written that to be but um i trust say, that I, christopher I lee yeah. had a lot of input with both roles yeah 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 so well, anyhow, definitely going to be missed. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's really sad. I mean, the, the guy was 93. You know, I think he lived a, a good full life. You know, he was so fantastic, and now we're definitely doing without. So definitely. You know, so uh, it's uh, it is how it is. Um, and then I guess you wanted to talk about a little bit. Uh, we'll whatever go ahead you, and whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, man. But I mean, you know, you're you're the guest here, man. We've got we've got everything uh, at your fingertips. So, oh, I'm so just it's, I'm it's just happy to be uh, a guest <laughs> in uh, in your uh, your gambling facility. But um, yes, as as know. it were, our our our. Our, our own little private gambling facility <laughs> far away from the clutches of the empire for now <laughs> for now for now it's just a it's just a mining operation with the <laughs> mining in quotes right <laughs> well you know what though i, I was thinking about this mines and gas what's up 
I'm I'm often thinking about Lando and how great he is, but you know, Lando's you, uh, amazing. He he's so great, but at the same time, never cross Lando Calrissian. Darth Vader, uh, Darth Vader tried to welch on a deal with Lando Calrissian, oh, and Lando okay. Calrissian flew. <laughs> he flew the Millennium the Falcon, Falcon. Okay. Yeah. into his. No, 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 no. He, uh, people just love to get all hung up on on the on the, 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 the I don't even call it a betrayal. Like he betrayed Han. No, I don't. I don't. I don't look at it that way. I mean, yeah. but you know, I just. Yeah, don't cross him. I mean, he. I think he had. My whole thing is, I think that entire time he had, he had Lobot working in the background. He right. Had, he had things working. He was yep. adapting. I think he had mm-hmm. a lot of uh, situational awareness going on, and he was constantly adapting to what was going on. And as you could see, he had a communicator, uh, direct line to Lobot, so he can upload information. Keep that guy going. Keep him, you yeah. know, cooking up some plans in the background. But you know, when Han showed up, he didn't expect him. Of course, when he showed up, he of course he had to adapt. And right. um, I, you know, I think that I, I think that he did what he had to do um, for all concerned parties, including mm-hmm. himself, of course. Right. But it wasn't like he had to have some convincing or anything. He was ready to go. I mean, yep. right after. Han Solo is frozen in carbonite. Boom. His people show up and snap yeah. out to take away the blasters and plan is in effect, man. So Right. Right. And know. that's that's why I love Lando, man. I mean, there's but, so many layers there. Yeah. But uh anyhow, jumping on uh Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Yeah. So but, he, You know, I I I I just There's so much on the internet right now. People making fun of him, making funny videos. Mhm. I've I've always been fascinated by this this kid's journey. Um, yeah, I mean he's part of Star Wars, so I've yeah. I mean he he is and I mean like it or not he's Anakin Skywalker. Like it fine. Yeah. You know it, here's the uh, man I don't want I'm gonna go off and do the thing I do and get go some, ahead man we don't we no. don't normally have this on here sometimes oh. Eddie gets a little fussy with me but. No, I just, like, people love to hate the prequels, and I'm not a bandwagon person, you know? I'm the one, you know, I was the one coming out of Phantom Menace. People like, that sucked. I was like, I thought it was great Mm -hmm. when I came out of Attack. Now, I'm not going to, we could have, and this is a different discussion, so different. We could talk about flaws. There are flaws, and don't take away my Star Wars card for saying this. There are flaws in the uh, original trilogy. There are flaws in movies period there are flaws there Mm -hmm. are you can pick and pick and pick are the flaws in the prequels discussed more and more visible yeah totally but Mm -hmm. i'm also not a filmmaker i'm not a writer i'm not a director i'm not a uh um, you know i so i i don't have the resume to sit here and say well, I can qualify that with my background in filmmaking and say that this was horrible. I just can say as a viewer, from my experience, I didn't connect with this particular scene or I didn't really care for that particular piece of dialogue. Um, and I happen to be of the opinion that that's what most people should be saying. People love to criticize them and say, well, they're all digital, so they suck. Well, guess what? All the movies that are out right now are mostly digital. You just can't tell because the man put his neck out on the line. His money, by the way. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. You can well, say I mean, it's even George more Lucas. than that. He paid for those movies. 
Yeah, I mean, it's have, he, you know, he paid for those movies. So when people yeah. say like, you know, well, well, he doesn't owe you anything. First of all, like, okay, I mean, I, I, I may get crucified for that. I may get, you know, but he doesn't owe any of us anything. He makes it's his world. It's his sandbox. We consume right. the content. We have fun with it. If you don't like it, then don't like it. But you know, with Jake Lloyd, unfortunately, he's part of this that people love to hate. So yeah, I I kind of um, always found it tragic that Jake Lloyd was picked on so much. Um, right. He never did anything to deserve that. Mm-hmm. What did he do? He he played Anakin Skywalker in a Star Wars movie. So so why does that? So so why does that make him deserving of so much hatred and, and bullying? I, it doesn't. Yeah, and. I remember an interview that I saw. It was like a TMZ style Australian show, and these guys were total, total jerks. And they were interviewing him and asking him. You could tell they were asking him questions that he had probably said. I really don't want to talk about that, you right? Know? And they did it anyway. And they and, and and it's like anything else. Like people would would he would he he had things that he didn't like to talk about in the interviews because what a lot of people don't know is as a little boy. He was doing like 40 interviews a day, appearances, right. interviews. Right. Can you imagine 40 a day? Could you imagine that? Yeah. No, I'm that's think yeah. about that. We're just yep. sitting down doing this, and this is going to take us like an hour. Could you imagine us doing 39 more of these? You'd be exhausted. Yeah. And then day in and day in and day out, day in and day out. Now, right. you watch those videos of him as a kid doing it. He's having fun. I've, I, th- I think I saw one where he was... Um, promoting the uh po- remember the pod racing game for nintendo 64 yeah great yeah. game fantastic great game fantastic, game. fantastic yeah. game thank you thank you i love that game yeah love it he's sitting there playing it and he's having a blast and he said you know what i think this is better than the pod racing scene in the movie because i can actually drive the pod whereas i was just sitting in a stationary thing and they were rocking it around and i always thought that was cool like right he wasn't he wasn't just some little puppet i mean he actually was involved in the film and he had opinions and i thought that was neat but you know when you fast forward to now he's like 26 years old now and you know he gets in he gets in some trouble in south carolina i mean but you know i i know that everybody else out there has never been in trouble never been pulled over for anything never i, I mean granted i've never done a hundred some mile speed chase with deputies on a highway swerving between cars but you know the guy the guy screwed up and then everybody jumps on and starts making videos making fun of him and doing the podcast thing you know or, or pod racing thing where they're making it pod racing and putting his mug shot on the character so i don't know <clears throat> i know i just i just got on a little soapbox there but yeah no it's i mean and i'll, I'll be honest with you i've i've you know my thing is it, and it's just could be interpretation but I've seen those, and uh, I don't know. I took it as sort of being more in good fun, and not uh, so well, much, you know, if like. I was interviewing you, and, I, and you asked me, "Hey, man, please don't yeah. ask me about this." Just oh no, no, no! I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the the Facebook stuff, oh, you know, oh, like stuff. yeah, a lot of people are like responding to the stories, like now this is pod racing, and you know, stuff like that. I just sort of took that more as uh, you well, know, being in good fun. I don't, but I, but here's the thing. I'm just mm-hmm. playing devil's advocate because you're, right. you're totally, I get what you're saying. I can totally see, um, I, I can totally see your side there. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I haven't seen one shred of, of, um, Hey, why don't we, um, why don't we just say how much that sucks and right. let's hope that Jake is okay. And we'll be glad that no one got killed. And I hope right. that he straightens his, his life out. 
You know, like he's part of Star Wars. That's the thing that irks me. And for me, this is just one small part of the whole prequel hatred thing. When I was in the uh, panel for James Arnold Taylor and then Mark Hamill was Return of the Jedi, right? It was a double panel, double double feature. Right. For right. that, they had, you know, the, the, the kind of pre-show where you pump up the crowd. Um, the thing at the pre-show that, like, I thought was really interesting, you had a room of 5,000 people in it, right? So that's a pretty good representation of the people. Right. They made, they made mention of Jar Jar Binks. They were doing trivia. He came up and everybody booed. No, <laughs> right. but here's the thing. Like, no, and, and I, I I hate that I cannot remember the, the gentleman's name, but he was the main stage kind of MC and he was uh, he did all the pre-show stuff. He was pumping people up. He was amazing. Okay. Um, it, it's not, um, not DJ Elliot, it wasn't but... Dale, uh, it was his partner. And that guy, right. did, he's been at the other conventions and I hate that I can't remember his name. Anyway, I'll move on there. But okay. if you're there, you know who he is. But Right, right. Um. He stopped the crowd. I thought it was really brave of him. He stopped the crowd and he said, no, 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 no. That's, uh, listen, we're not going to do that because, you know, there was a lot that went into that. There was, uh, there was actually a performance that went into that and that's part of Star Wars and that's part of the Star Wars family and we, we give love and respect to all of the people that have been involved in Star Wars. Right. That's the kind of fan I am. That's how I connect with the saga. Not everybody connects with it that way and that's mm. fun. And there are people that would probably say you're getting way too worked up about this you're getting way too yeah but that but you know what for them they're right but for me that's how involved i am with star wars and that's how involved right. people that go to that convention and people that are going to listen to a podcast like this are so you know i i'm speaking to the crowd that really loves star wars but i hope there are people out there that are there are more people out there than than uh um than just me and a few that actually think the prequels were great. I mean, I, mm. I enjoyed them. Oh, it's, I mean, if you, I mean, even if you look on a lot of stuff, you know, it, it definitely seems like it's turned and it's, you know, it's almost the other way now where it seems, uh, you know, you'll, you'll hear a lot of people who are like, oh, what is this Rebels? I don't, you know, I don't care Rebels about the Rex. original trilogy well but oh my god rebels but the is so good but you got to remember though these are these are kids who grew up on uh clone wars at this point you know and now they're you're and reflecting movies that came out in the 70s well so. this is a larger topic yeah so i mean you it's, know it's we're getting the, I, I but you know what let's, just, <laughs> right. let's just follow the stream of consciousness here right we live right. in a culture when it comes to movies and media games and all that that hates for things to change Right. If you want to hate George Lucas? Hate a man you've never met in your whole life <laughs> who said when asked about that exact thing, um, my response is that there are people in this world that create and people that destroy, and I align myself with the creators. What a beautiful mm -hmm. sentiment to say to a guy right. that, no, I mean, I'm sure he's aware of all the, the backlash that he received for those films. And I have a feeling that that had a, a part to play in him hanging up his uh, cap and giving it to other people. And I don't blame him because if I if I got if I got you know so much hate like that and I got so much of that piled on me for making something with my own money and giving it to people to, to view and and then their response is just to be horrible to me then yeah I'd I'd walk away I'd be like yeah, yeah I'm good I'm well good. and I mean it's I've I've heard him I don't know which uh, actually annoyed me that part of that yeah. deal the part that it annoyed me was the thought that you know he's leaving because of these horrible the, the way horrible way people treated him in, in the fan community have, with this like people the... versus George Lucas film which mm -hmm. I I, I uh, 
Like I watched it, so I can say right. I think it's a a, a horrible film. Okay. Uh, like the the ego on a person to say like that he should be put on trial for art that he created with his own money is ridiculous to me. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. So, and yeah. um, I'm you put know, my it's so box away now. <laughs> I actually enjoyed that film, um, but I, um, I just thought it was an arrogant piece of trash. Well, I would the say that, is, there you go. There's me saying I hate a movie. I hate that no. movie. Yeah, go ahead, dude. It's, you you can you can have your opinions here. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm being very opinionated here. I, I, no, that's dude. I that's, like it. We're not we're not normally this opinionated, and we're actually not normally this in depth about the prequels. So it's, it's, it's my it's my uh, ornery smuggler coming out. No, dude. I mean that this is kind of the place for smugglers. So your uh, religions. <laughs> but uh i no, i actually like that one because i had sort of uh prepared myself for a lot of uh a lot of hate you know that, that i thought it was going to be just pretty much lucas is terrible and here's why but i was like okay i'm curious let me check it out but i was surprised that they did kind of go back and forth and you know they really did say a lot that was great about him you know talking about the fact that you know, he he didn't shut down uh, stuff like the 501st and, and the fan films that he could have, that most other companies were. He actually encouraged them and even held uh, film festivals for them, you know? Yeah, it and, was just still, like, slanted. For me, the, the feeling I got from it was it was still slanted towards... Mm-hmm. This guy ruined my childhood and all yeah. this nonsense. Which is, and and that's the one thing I'll always say. Like he didn't ruin your childhood. Like he didn't, he, he, he didn't do anything to you. Yeah, you, I you, mean, you, the, you decided in a free country to go watch a movie, and yeah. you didn't like it. But if you're okay, so, so. like, let's say, how old were you when um, Empire or not Empire? Excuse me. How old were you when uh, Phantom Menace came out? Nineteen. You were nineteen. So let's pretend you hated that film just for a moment. Well, so at 19 like, years old, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> just, just for a moment. Okay. So if, if let's pretend you hated that film, all uh-huh. right, it still sure. didn't ruin your childhood. No, because your childhood was do, over. Well, it, was it had done. nothing to do with my childhood. Exactly. And he had your nothing child- to do with it. The only people that could have ruined my childhood would have been my parents, and they were great. So there you go. <laughs> uh, see, I I it's disagree debate. a little bit because I, you know what? I think he enhanced my childhood. You know? Oh sure. I, I think those experiences, those those right. movies, along with you know Ra- Raiders of the Lost Ark and Star Wars. Yeah. You know, if I were going to take two films with me, yes, I didn't say Empire Strikes Back. I love that film. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Right. Okay? There's 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 this club that likes to walk around the convention and be like, Empire is the only one that's the best. I'm like. They're all great. Empire. Well, they're amazing. wrong though. I like, mean, that's Empire is amazing. It is. <laughs> I love amazing. Empire. It's it's the greatest sequel of all time, but it's not the best. I'll film. agree with that. I yeah. will definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, Irvin Kershner and Lawrence Kasdan were a dynamic duo, man. And yeah, George it, Lucas was it, in well, there. exactly. And that's the thing too that people He's, just need it's, to. It's his vision. It's his story. Exactly. People want to pretend that he, he had nothing to do with it. And and you know it's what? The reality perfect. is. I, I've actually heard from, uh, you know, because I listen to a lot of different podcasts and things. He was very hands-on with that. And yeah. he had to he had to rein Kirshner in a lot because yeah, Kirshner was... Kirshner also looked at him in some instances and said, hey, man, back off. Let me do my job. Yeah, but they, I mean, the thing is they had to kind of hammer it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's, I think that's how the best art is made. Right, because they had, a, they had respect. They had some conflict, but they had, mm-hmm. they had respect. And... Uh, they both were 
brave enough to tell each other no and then work it out. Right. Uh, right. So, but I, like Star Wars and Raiders were huge, hugely influential films in, as a kid for me. Raiders right. of the Lost Ark is and will be for me always the, uh, for me, asterisk, you know, disclaimer, I'm not making any wild claims here. You can, you can have your own opinion of this, but <laughs> the greatest action adventure film of all time, of all time for me, is Raiders of the Lost Ark. It, okay. is, it is the perfect action adventure film. Star Wars for me is the perfect science fiction adventure film. It's it's okay. it's it's incredible, you know. It's it's two adventure films in different genres. For right. Me. Yeah. I don't yeah. actually consider yeah. uh, Star Wars a sci-fi film personally. That may sound weird, but I, well, just to me, it's a fantasy. That's the one thing I've kind of had to realize in in my adult life is I'm not actually a big fan of uh, sci-fi. I actually really like uh, fantasy in the. You know, the, the thing that's kind of stuff like Blade Runner is more science fiction. Right, right. And which I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to, to really say like Alien. The first Alien was so good. But to me, that's almost more horror, you know. So it's well, I, and, I like sci fi if it's not I reliant on there. Is if you look at my if you look at my rap sheet, of uh-huh. when I go, these are my if I have to take a bag of films to a desert island, you'd be like, you just like Harrison Ford. Yep. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm not, I mean, a there's nothing wrong giant with that. Harrison Ford fanboy. Absolutely <laughs> love Harrison Ford. Great, and I love seeing him in interviews because he's just himself, super yes, shy, super quiet. And yeah. people like to say, oh, he's all doped out. No, he's just a quiet guy. He's yeah. just he doesn't just gab on at the mouth like uh, i right. do so you know <laughs> but there you go so and he's a lot I, of fun too i mean he's i've really enjoyed because you know it's it's really funny i think people like to sort of change how things happened over time you know with harrison that you know they say i think that he may have had issues with a han solo character or whatever but i think that's been greatly uh dramatized by uh dramatic that's not a word dramatized Dramatized. Dramatized. There we go. Sure. I think it's been... Uh, I'm not going to edit that out either. No, no. I'll just show people how, no. how many words I don't know. It's, it's conversation. <laughs> Things, people make mistakes in conversation. No, it's, I know. It's, it's just kind of a little fun thing I like to CNN. do. It's not CNN. be perfect. <laughs> Uh, well, when I was when I was talking to Christy, I said uh, I was like, "What floor were we on? Like the 400th? She's like, "No, the 40th." I want to be like, in a building that's 400 floors high. <laughs> I want to be in that building. I'm like, that's Coruscant level. I mean, yeah, that's cor- that's a Coruscant skyscraper. Um, <laughs> that's that's I want to be in a building that's that tall. Yeah. Uh, so I was and, like, God, I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. So you know. Uh, you know, so uh, let, let's all hope. I just want to, you know, let's all hope that Jake Lloyd is is going to be okay. Yeah, okay. yeah we got way off track let's from all, that, but no, yeah. we're good. But no, but I think all that has to do with it is that these people, the, the to tie that in to the, the to the Jake Lloyd topic, right? I think all these people are part of Star Wars, and yes. I appreciate their contribution in 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 the way that a super fan like myself appreciates. Right. And there are people that are way more knowledgeable about Star Wars than I am. Yes, there are. There are tons. People that can, like, walking Wikipedias uh, and know every single model number for every single ship, blaster, everything. For me, I connect so much more with the music of Star Wars and the characters of Star Wars. And I'm much more versed in the films um, and uh, some of the games 
than I am in the books. So, but I have friends that are into the books. But the point is, like, all of that is part of this wonderful community. And the actors and the writers and the special, anybody who creates Star Wars content is just as much a part of the community as the fans are. And we certainly wouldn't tolerate people picking on, if you were at the convention and saw some people bullying someone at the convention, you, you I know you would step in and go, right. whoa, what are you doing? We're all here together. This is a safe place. Yes. You don't, you yeah. don't get to do that here. That doesn't right. happen in this building. And yeah. I feel the same should apply for the content, the people that contribute to the content of Star Wars. Because Star Wars is so much bigger than a movie. It's a community. Yeah. And, and the people that contribute to that are just as important, if not more so, than the people that consume that content and or celebrate that content. And so Jake Lloyd is part of that community, whether you out there like it or not. And, right. it, it, and I'm not saying that I don't know the guy personally, but at least show him, show him the, the basic human respect exactly yeah don't don't make it know, so, harder on him so i get it yeah. we, we don't you know i'm not trying to say i take it so seriously but you know to where i wouldn't make fun of things but, but that's but that's all a, they a little do bit. is make fun of him they don't there's yeah. no there's nobody takes him seriously or shows him any respect in the interviews that i've seen everybody right. treats him like this little doll that played anakin and he's 26 being interviewed and they treat him like he's still this little kid he's not he's a grown man Right. He's been he's been in film school. Um, uh, he's been doing um, commercial editing. I mean, this is a guy who's been out doing his thing, and he still goes to cons and signs signatures. He doesn't have to do that stuff. So that's my point with the Jake Lloyd thing. That's yeah, a, and that's a, uh, you know, and that's the thing. And I'll, I'll say for I'm, myself, I'm dropping my mic. <laughs> I'll say for myself, even at the time, you know, I was twelve <laughs> when uh, Phantom came out, and you know, at the time, I don't know. It just for me, I think I was just a little too old. You know, so I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I really I like Anakin. 12-year-old me would have had a whole different experience. I went in there 19 years old, feeling like a 12-year-old. Right. Again, or an 8-year-old or a 10-year-old, you know. Whereas when I, when I was, when you're actually a 12-year-old, I mean, there's that, there's not that awareness that, oh, this is, um... This is something that's part of my childhood. I'm not a child anymore. Do you see what I'm saying? Right, right. It's convoluted, but you know, it, it, the the point is, I think like you, you're part of a generation that saw it as a kid. A twelve year old's right. a kid. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. You're, yeah. you're a kid. You're, you're, I mean, I'm you're, not even really a teenager. You're not you know, at that point, right? And I did a um, 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 for those of you that don't know, I also have a podcast, and um, yeah. Yeah, we definitely got to talk about that. I just said you're a bald solo okay. and then didn't yeah, really I have a po- bald solo, quantify yeah, that. I have a podcast. My name isn't bald solo. It's my, my birth name. Um, so. Accord- according to yes. um, I, I, Sarah and uh, that's what they call Rich, it. though. They, it's, they, my, it's, my, it's my handle. Yeah, because I was talking to them at Celebration. They're like, no, 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 he's bald solo. I'm like, bald we solo. Don't, yeah, we don't know right. this, Robert. <laughs> but um, I, my first, I've been podcasting for two years. Um and I, my, one of my first podcasts was with uh, a couple of guys um, who are in the 501st, and um, they were talking about, they were around the same age when they were, I think they were a little younger actually when they went to see it. And okay. the thing is, that's their favorite Star Wars film because that was their first one. Okay. Right? Very cool. So the, the thing about that to me is that's proof that it's a totally different thing. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's not factually a bad movie for those of you who think it is. Because there are 
millions of children who are now adults who saw that as children and still think it's a great film. Uh, they enjoyed it thoroughly, just like my first one was Star Wars. That was my first one, on, and it was on VHS. My father got to see it in the movie theater, so everybody had a different Star Wars experience. Right. And my point here is that, like, at 12 years old, that was that was an epic experience for you, I'm sure, because that was, you know, that was Star Wars in the movie theater for you. That was almost like how it was for a 12 year old in '77 going to see Star Wars in the theater. Right. Know? So. You know, I just think that that's 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 interesting and that's really cool. Um, and <laughs> you'll be able to say, yeah, I mean, in '99 I was there and I saw it in the theater, and I I'm proud oh. to say I was there for the first screening of it and, and the other ones. That's really neat. So, yeah, yeah. And like I said, I mean, it's um, you know, it wasn't my first. It by far was not my first experience with Star Wars. Um, so you know, I I had kind of, I mean. I was real young when I when I discovered you know the original trilogy, and uh, of course at that time Luke Skywalker was my absolute favorite. So I think you know I think it was a, a little bit of that, and then a little bit of you know by the time I hit twelve, you know this kid who's supposed to be eight in the movie, like I just couldn't really relate with him as much. I'm I've never been much into like racing and stuff. I love the pod racing game, but that part of the movie. I didn't care for, um, but point I'm trying to get to, it sounds like I'm, oh, sure. I'm bashing it now, You're good. Uh, but the point I'm trying to get to, even though I didn't necessarily care for um, a young Anakin Skywalker, I don't feel the need to really take that out on Jake Lloyd. You know, it's not, it's not his fault that I didn't relate, you know, to that as a, as a 12 year old, you know, like it was just sort of a, a, a different age, you know, I just, I don't feel like my age sort of matched up at that time right. and it's not you know and um and and that's there, that's a were, preference that i have there were tons of eight nine and ten year olds that did right right um, yeah and a lot of people love the pod racing in the in the movies i adore know? the pod racing yeah in the film. And, and yeah a lot of people i mean as you yeah. know george lucas was is really into racing and that was yes. part of his life before filmmaking and uh he wanted to go into racing so that scene has a lot of there's a lot of magic there because he uh, made that with a lot of love. He wanted to put something in that was a nod to, to one of his interests, and and he made it start in this in, in this interesting like subculture in Star Wars that does this pod racing. I thought that was really cool, and all the pods look different, and they have their different you know. So it's just really neat. Uh, I thought. Yeah. So anyhow, that's uh <laughs> went off on a tangent so that's there, Jake but. Boyd. <laughs> but Lloyd. no point point being you know we'll, we'll stop preaching but stop That's being it. mean to jake lloyd you stop know jake lloyd. <laughs> he's no, a person too yeah, he is. you're just he is. you're jealous because he has a higher metachlorian count than make you. that into a t-shirt get screen printed jake lloyd is a person too <laughs> and uh and just to just one last little thing because we'd mentioned jar jar earlier i don't you know i i don't i don't care for jar jar but at the same time sure. I I, f I really hope that it was sort of I guess you say a bad joke about putting his bones in the movie. I I just think just just let it be. What? Yeah, have you heard about that? No. J.J. Uh, Abrams sort of made a joke about putting Jar Jar's bones in Episode Seven or, or uh, Force Awakens. Well, you know that's disappointing. I didn't see that. I'm that's a little disappointing. I mean, you know he's. He's J.J. Abrams, so you know he's yeah. un, he, he's kind of untouchable right now. So I mean, I certainly don't want to um, I don't want to catch any uh, heat for this, but I'm a little right. disappointed in that statement. I, I don't know. I just think like it, it's so easy to get on the Jar Jar Binks sucks train. It's right. just so right. easy. 
to do that and everybody's gonna accept it and there's you know you know th- th- i read an interesting blog when that movie came out back in 99 and this guy wrote it and he wrote it from this other perspective he says you know all these people are saying jar jar Binks sucks and i was in a grown man when i went to see return of the jedi he said not me in, in 1983 and there was a lot of reception in the same way for the Ewoks. There were yeah. a lot of adults who were like, These Ewoks are so annoying. I hate the Ewoks. They're and I didn't know stupid. this until... Well, This apparently has been going on since the movie came out. I wasn't aware that people didn't like Ewoks until I saw the How I Met Your Mother episode. Well, and I'm like, wait, what? They hate Jar Jar Binks and Gungans. I mean, they, they felt yeah. they were silly and stupid and didn't really need to be in the movie. Um, in the same way people felt the same way about the Gungans and Jar Jar. So, you know what? Like, it's, it's really, it's really just, it's, it's boring to me. It's like, oh, Jar, okay, boring. Yeah. I'm like, let's move on. So, um, but the other thing, getting back into the, the gaming side of things, uh, what do you know about Disney Infinity? I don't know anything about it. Okay. I mean, I know it exists. I've heard of it, but I'm not, um, I, you're talking about the, the video game figurines, uh, right. They're, they're, they have uh, near-field communication, and you can touch them like the Wii U. You can put them on the Wii U gamepad. Um, also, I, I have heard of Skylanders, of course. I've just never used them, and they have the little platform. Right. You can stick them on, and they, they interact with the game. So Okay. So up until recently, you know a lot more than what I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> And it, you know, and that was the thing is, like, I just didn't care as much um, for them. I'm like, okay, it's a Disney. Car- I mean, I like Disney, but I'm not gonna go buy a Disney game and then buy all the little different Disney characters and stuff. You right. know, like right. it's, it's whatever. It's it's cool. I like them. Not not hating or anything. It's just not what I would spend my money on. But now they've done Star Wars, and I'm like, I should know more about this because it's a video game that you collect action figures to play in the video game. And I'm like, this is like all the things that I like kind of wrapped in. I really need to, to investigate this further. But so I, I was watching some footage of it from E3 and to, to me, you know, just to try to, to uh, summarize it. Are you familiar with the Ratchet and Clank games? Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. for me personally, and, and someone else may disagree, but it really felt like they mashed Ratchet and Clank with The Force Unleashed. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, and so because they were running through with with Anakin and uh, and you know just sort of doing like the little power moves and stuff like that, and then you know when you would hit some of the uh, I don't remember if it was. Uh, it was probably droids or whatever, but you know, and then all the things would kind of uh, go into kind of like with Ratchet and Clank and stuff, and it just you know some of the uh, the animatics and things like that. It really reminded me of that, and it looks cool, man. And and those those figures look really cool. I like the uh, you know I like the style, you know, the artistic uh, style that they chose, and I you know the 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 only one for me uh, that I don't care for as much is actually Vader. And it's it's okay. funny. The reason that I don't care for Vader um, is because he looks too much like uh, Zerg from Toy Story Two. Huh? Yeah. Have, have you well, seen? I mean, this? I know they're cartoonish looking as it is, but right. Well, I mean, because essentially, I mean, it was just funny because it's like, okay, that was uh, you know, that was 
Disney, Pixar, whatever, they were making right. Zerg, who was um, sort of a, a based off of Darth Vader. But now that they've sort of done like a Pixar type style on Darth Vader, he looks like Zerg. <laughs> and I'm like, it just that's what I see when I do it. And it's like I get it. And, and everything it's just it, it's a little distracting for me but well they are for i would say in this case the target audience <laughs> for these are probably kids right well they know that they got me anyways i'm, I'm still gonna buy it oh okay. as a <laughs> you know? collector sure but i mean they're their target audience well i mean even as to play it i mean if i get to play as darth vader i'm gonna play as darth vader up, man <laughs> Like I said, I mean, it's like, they've got my money. It's not, I don't hate it. It's just this distracting thing that I keep noticing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's, I really like the the different ones. You know, I, th- I think it's going to be fun to play as uh, Vader and, and, and Luke, you know, being able to use the Force powers and stuff like that. Uh, Han, Leia, and Chewie, I'm kind of interested in. Uh, I, I don't know, you know, what sort of special, you know, I imagine with games, you know, each character is going to be a little bit different. They're going to have their own special stuff. You know, I wouldn't think that uh, Han, Leia, and Chewie would be a one for one because they're, you know, shooters. You know, I imagine they're going to have their own special stuff. But uh, for PlayStation owners, uh, you're going to actually be able to pre order a Boba Fett. Uh, set so you, so you'll be able to get Boba Fett, uh, Luke and Leia in your uh, in your actual little collector's edition. Okay, so it's very cool. Yeah, I mean it it stinks a little bit for um, Xbox fans because you know you're gonna have to wait a little bit. But to be fair, you know that's that's the game you know well, i mean that's, that's life in the console world yeah exactly there's yeah. All, i mean there's been so many times that uh microsoft has paid to you know to get exclusives or get things first you know before playstation so that's how it goes i yeah. apologize if you're you know if you're a uh an xbox 360 or xbox one owner but the good news is that it doesn't mean that he won't be coming he's just gonna be coming a little bit later awesome um but the actual starter pack itself comes with Ahsoka, uh, you know, Padawan Ahsoka, and uh, Anakin from Clone Wars. So, you know, a lot of people have felt like that, uh, you know, that Clone Wars and that the prequel trilogy's kind of uh, taken a, a back seat. But, you know, you're, you're definitely going to be able to, to get into that, you know, with, with this game. So that, that's pretty cool. And, and both Very of them cool. also have... You know, really cool. Um, you know, they have really cool character models. So, uh, interested in that. And then they also uh, they they announced Rebels. So you're gonna have Kanan, Zeb, and um, oh gosh, Sabine. I can't believe I couldn't think of her name. Sabine if, is uh, awesome. And Hera. Yes. Uh, Hera is not Hera? a. Hera is not available, which I've I've already heard people kind of clamoring about. There's man, there's like this. She's the captain of the ship, man. Right, right, and and there's this group of people who are just like, why are there no Hera action figures? Be like doing a, you know, doing doing a like a Millennium Falcon set because they're the you know she's captain of the Ghost, so you know you have Millennium Falcon set, no Han Solo. He's the captain of the Falcon. She's the captain of the Ghost. and, and I get that, but he, here's what I think would, would be the, the way to do it, personally. I'm not saying they're going to. They're probably not. Um, but this is what I would do if I were in those shoes, is do you know do the things the way you're doing them now. When you release Hera, make hers space battle missions. 
so that you're actually flying the ghost when when you're playing with Hera, right? You know, so I I mean that's for me. It's because I mean to me I kind of get it. I understand why she may have. You know, it's like yeah, she's she's the the captain, but at the same time she also spends a lot of the time in the ghost. So for you know action figures and stuff like that where you're doing like one on one battles and stuff. Yeah, I get what you're yeah. saying. But. However, I will say they did actually make the ghost toy. And it came with Kanan, so they make the ghost and don't even make Cap. All right. Well, yeah, I mean that's yeah. They, I there mean, well, go. she's out now. She's definitely out now. But I think she should have probably came in in that uh, ship instead of Kanan. That's it's my personal opinion. But whatever, you know there what? You it's, it's all available now. So you still can't get a chopper though. I haven't even seen a chopper. But <laughs> oh god, I want a chopper. I want a life size working chopper. I love that character so much, dude. I saw one at uh, bop, 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 bop. I saw one at Celebration. I'm sitting down in someone's line. I don't remember whose it was, and he just like drives by me. So I actually have a video of it. I need to get that up on the the Facebook page. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I have a video of him, and he just turns his head and he just says, rah, 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 and I'm That's like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so and uh um can't find it now but i actually think sabine has her new uh hair color in in this figure as well nice because of uh, i don't i don't know if you're aware she didn't have it in did you see uh season two episode one um it's um i saw uh um the first episode because that's been out i don't is the second episode out yet no no it's uh the first episode came well, out kind of like saturday it's like a promo movie Right, yeah. and and then it won't start up until fall. Right. Okay. Yes. So, but for that one, she has her regular hair, but um, for season two, she's gonna have blue hair, which I think right. looks pretty cool. Very cool. And uh, and the the her figure, I really like hers. I've liked Sabine since uh, before they. You know, I was like, I don't know anything about anybody. She's got a cool look. I'm interested to see what's going on with her. And a lot of other people didn't feel the same, but that's fine. That's fine. They'll come around. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, she's actually, she's kind of got like one foot propped up on a Stormtrooper helmet that has the uh, the Rebels logo like painted on the helmet. So I think right. it's a really, really cool sculpt. So, yeah, I'm going to, dude, I need to really be saving my money because there's all of the stuff that I got to get. Like I mean, there's this, oh, yeah. there's uh, Battlefront, which we'll we'll move to here in a second. You know, I'm I'm gonna see the Force Awakens like a million times. There's gonna be a ton of Force Awakens uh, figures coming out, you know, and and different merchandise for that. And I, all my money belongs to Disney. All now. your money belongs to Disney. You've got that right. <laughs> so all mine does. Oh, yep. Yeah. So that's. Ugh. But yes, sir. It's, it's a good problem, I guess. Um, but uh, the Battlefront game, have you have I you pre-ordered it today? You did pre-order it, okay? Yeah, deluxe edition, of course. And what system did you pre-order it on? PlayStation Four. PlayStation. See, it seems like everybody's going PlayStation Four. Yep. And with well, this, Disney- I I I have my PlayStation One, Two, Three, and Four. So I've always right. been a PlayStation, and I had an Xbox. I haven't. I have an original Xbox. Okay. The you know the the tank. And, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. I just went the PlayStation route. I just never really got. I got an Xbox 360 at one point. Okay. Um, I used one, and um, the R two D two edition. No, I, it would have been cool. <laughs> it red ringed. Yep. And uh, yeah. I I just 
step up with my PlayStation 3 and um, yeah I just never latched onto the Xbox thing I just never did so you know it's nothing I've nothing against an Xbox I just you know think uh, I just want that when you go that when you I just invested in that library so right well, I, we I've, I've been trying to convince everybody to go the computer route, but nobody's listening to me. Oh, I I'll think. probably get it on PC yeah. as well, for sure. Yeah, I just uh, it just and it's then, l- that's weird. You you know getting two copies of the same game for different things. Hey, you know. No, I have. Let's see, I have uh, several different games on several different platforms. I have the Force Awakens games on computer and on PlayStation Three. Yep. You so know, do I. Uh, Fallout I Three, same thing. You know. Um, uh, sev- several different games. I won't sit here and name them I'll all off, but I'll yeah, no, I, I do that too. Yeah, and, I'll, de- I'll definitely get it. Um, when yeah. it, once it hits, um, once it hits uh, Steam, right? Or if Good Old Games gets it, or um, well, who's no? It would be EA Origin. Yeah, and they it, right? go through Origin. It yeah, would go through so. Origin. So once that hits the Origin store, I'll get it totally. Yeah, and I mean yeah, you can sure. yeah you can pre-order it now for for it you know uh on pc but (laughs) i just the thing is the thing is this right here like that's a game i mean man uh me and the guys you know eddie and 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 some of our other friends you know that 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 you know i mean when those games came out that's what we did that summer you know or, or for whatever time that that was happening you know and to me that is a you know that that's a game that you you play with people and and I, that's fine that you know now it's the online gaming and everything but I want to play with my friends and all my friends are going PS4 so I I think I'm gonna have to get a PS4. Yeah, um, everybody everybody I know that's gonna be playing it is gonna be playing on a PS4, so that's why I'm going that route. Right, and that and that's the way I, I am too. You know, it just seems like everybody so, um, that yep. that I know they're just like, oh yeah yeah, I'm doing it with the the PS4. And I'm like. Why not computer? Right. So yeah, I'm gonna have to to go PS4. I've heard a lot of other people asking for it. So sh- surely, surely you know Lucasfilm or, or uh, I don't know who's who's in charge of this at this point. I would have said Lucas Arts before, but point being, I hope the powers that be are listening to what people are asking for or, or you know mentioning is give us an exclusive console. You know the I loved the R2D2. Uh, console and man could you imagine okay think about this for a moment because especially think about the look of the PS4 could you imagine getting a first order Stormtrooper PS4 I'd rather have a Darth Vader PS4 you were supposed to get super excited about that I mean I am super like, excited <laughs> I'm sorry and be like be like, oh yes it looks exactly like I it I love a Stormtrooper PS4. That'd be great. I just no, but really point, like, when, like the chest plate and everything because it because it looks like something on Darth Vader's armor. No, no, I hear you, I, dude. I, I don't care. I mean, as long as it's Star Wars, man. I just you know, just give me an exclusive one. If I've got to buy the dang thing, anyways, I'm only buying it for your game. I've not bought one thus far. You know, I've been just yep. fine with my computer. Um, but if I've got to buy it because all my friends are too, well then please give me one that looks like pretty Star Wars. You know, for sure, for sure. You know, so hope, hopefully that's the that's what they'll do. Have you seen the EA gameplay footage? Oh yeah, I've seen all, all the I've seen the um, multiplayer. I've seen the different vehicles where they shoot between the vehicles. I saw the stuff from E3. I saw the teasers. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to go. 
So you're I'm, super excited, 100. Yeah, and I've also seen all the all the backlash. People are upset. Yeah. It's not going to be just like the original Battlefront, which again, we already we don't need to go into this because we are already <laughs> beat that uh, to death. But you know, yeah, it's I, it's I had the same reaction that I have whenever people a new thing comes out and a, a studio or developer tries to do something new. People right. will get. I want it to be the well. Then go play that game because I have right. Battlefront. I have yeah. Battlefront and my PlayStation 2. I'll go play it on my PlayStation 2 yeah. and have a great time. That'll be great. But yeah. I'm looking forward to something new and that uh, uh, is fun and it's going to be... It looks like it's going to be amazing. So I don't... Yeah. I would be shocked if it sucked. That would... Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, the only thing I'm worried about is the, the, the Lizard Squad shutting down the PlayStation Network and the Xbox Networks. and Because <laughs> you know, they're going... I, I have a feeling they're going to target... Oh, you're talking about okay. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't familiar with that. I thought you were saying that's a big release, and they typically they typically hit networks during big releases, like you know where it's going to affect you know Destiny. When that okay. hit, I play Destiny. When when that hit, they did it, and you know you couldn't play Destiny uh, <laughs> on Christmas. Yeah, so that's lame. It kind of sucked, um, but so I'm just hoping that. Doesn't I thought you were saying just basically so many people are going to be playing that's going to you know uh overload the servers but no that's no i think they'll be yeah. okay okay well maybe maybe they're prepared and, and everything's gonna be good i sure hope so they got bat- time batting down the hatches <laughs> yeah um so well my concern has been with now i haven't i haven't been negative I, you know i've not been been one of the people going oh none of this here um but you know my, my thing is i've just been sort of wondering like okay um is this gonna be another battlefront or battlefield skin you know or whatever so have you seen enough of it to kind of see that there's definitely it's some difference going to be similar to battlefield i mean i okay. played battlefield two i played bad company i played three i played four okay and just watching the footage i'm like okay that this is this is a uh, very in in mechanics it's very similar to battlefield the, okay the scope and the in the the uh, polished to the graphics is the, the way that they're holding the guns and the um, all the vehicles stuff I mean of course of course they're going to pull that engine in to do it it's a very successful engine it works really well um, and I have no problem with that do I think it's going to look like a battlefield game with a Star Wars skin no oh, I don't because okay. that would no, from what I saw, because that would just be—I mean—that would be a battlefield game with a Star Wars skin. This is this right. is a Battlefront game. This is a a, a proper Star Wars game. Okay, um, but a lot has changed in the first-person shooter genre since the original Battlefront and Battlefront Two. A lot has changed. Okay, so you know, in terms of uh, you know mechanics, physics, um, and scope. Just the sheer scope, the size of the maps, the size of the battles are going to be gigantic. So I just think that um, that's going to be uh, interesting and fun. Okay. Uh, what about the third person view? Now they they'd mentioned that you know you didn't have to play it in first person. Um, right. Sure. I mean, yeah. In Battlefield, you don't. I, I don't. You don't go into third person view unless you're in a view. Okay. Um, but yeah. So that's interesting. I mean. I just I didn't know if it was going to be the case, especially for Jedi battles, things like that. Yeah. So, I just yeah. wasn't sure how uh, how feasible it would be. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to that game with open arms. All right, just man. Wide open arms. 
Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I'm going to see if I can ask off work for that day. Awesome. All right, well, you know, ho- hopefully by that point I'm going to have a PS4. And, that would uh, be great. Because then <laughs> I'll be able know, to join it's you. It's going to be all about getting the squad uh, together and playing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be, gonna be crazy. What's, what's the, uh, how many people are going to be in at the time? I don't know that yet. I don't know okay. the size of the, the battles. Because I know with uh, Battlefield 4, uh-huh. you can get as high as, uh, what is it? I'm going to, I'm totally screwing this up, but it's uh, something like, 30, it's between 30 and 60. You can get that many okay. people in a map playing, which is epic. It's war. It's like a war. So it's that, right. um, which <laughs> is totally different from playing yeah. something with a, you know, 8 on 8 or 10 on 10. Right. It's a totally different feel when you're yeah. playing with that many people because there's always someone there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's I've intense. I've never, I've never done that, you know, so that's going to be a, a, well, a, a totally if you're getting a PlayStation 4 before you get this game, okay. I would encourage you to get Battlefield 4 and play Battlefield 4 to get a feel for the way those games look okay. and, and, and work. So... All right, man. Well, I tell you what, we have actually went way over, um, right. so I think uh, I think we're going to go ahead and just wrap the episode right there. Uh, hopefully, everybody enjoyed the episode, and uh, you know, even if you didn't, I guess <laughs> if you want to call in and complain, uh, if, if you felt like we were too harsh, that's fine too, I guess. Um, but uh, you can reach me at. Uh, cloudcitycasino at gmail.com or uh, you can follow us on Twitter at cloudcitycasino uh, my tw- my personal Twitter is at Morris Isley and then uh, you can also go and like the Facebook page and then of course uh, there's always our home at www.starwarsreport.com uh, Robert where can people reach you man you can go to baldsolopodcast.com all of my podcasts are there they're uh, hosted by SoundCloud so you can also look up the Bald Solo podcast on SoundCloud. Uh, I am on Twitter um, uh, at Bald Solo, and I'm on Instagram at Bald Solo Podcast as well. Uh, I do have a Facebook page if you look for the Bald Solo Podcast. So, uh, yeah. So there you go, dude. I, I seriously appreciate you uh, joining us this week. Thank you for having me on your podcast, Michael. Uh, it was a pleasure being at the Cloud City Casino. I had a blast, um, and uh, I'll try to get out of here without um, running into any Imperial blockades. Good luck, buddy. Uh, I'm gonna try. So if <laughs> Thanks, I make bro. it, if we make it out, I'll make it back for another one. That'd be great. Awesome. And I, I'd, I'd love to if you can make it. If you can, I know you have your administrative duties. So if you can get away from those, love to have you on the podcast. Yeah, man. You you just say when, and uh, and I'll, I'll be there. Cool deal. All right, buddy. Okay. Uh, was it the uh, West Docking Bay? Probably want to stay out, stay Docking, away from stay that one. Yeah, it. that's where Boba Fett stays in that one. Well, all right. <laughs> a little frostbite, a little carbonite. There you go. Awesome. I okay, appreciate everybody who's uh, downloading and listening. And uh, never forget. Let the Wookiee win.
baby. <laughs> Let the wookie win. <laughs> What's your problem? Let the wookie win. You need to respect to the wookies. Let the wookie win. They just try to play a game and get him win. Baby, do you like Jake Lloyd? I love Jake Lloyd. He's good. He played American Skywalker. And he did the pod races? The pod races and the pods. I love it. I what do. about Jar Jar Binks? I think Jar Jar's nice, man. <laughs> I love Jar Jar Binks. He's a Gungan. And you like Gungans, He's baby? Gung He's a Gunganoid. <laughs> That's right. Nothing needs to be nice. Just be nice, okay? Just be nice and you like Star Wars. What's the big deal? You have to work your way in. You have to work your way in. 